Hey, storytellers. If you like the show, you can find Life Narrated on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever streaming service you use. It really helps others find the podcast and validates our existence. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Hello, storytellers, and welcome to Life Narrated, the podcast about life and the stories we tell. My name is Emily, and I am the I'm the goddess of nooks and crannies. My name is Lauren, and I am the goddess of castrating your father. <laughs> very, very niche. Uh, I am Matt, and I am the Batleth of Kotar, who slew the Klingon gods. Great. And today we are gods in search of... Uh, creating a new universe because it's like the fad these days all the gods are doing it all the gods are doing it so we thought we would take a survey of what has been done in the past and uh, think about how to create our world we're doing this in in honor of janus the roman god of beginnings and endings gates transitions time duality doorways and passages and he is the one who january is named after and uh, he's the god of the liminal. And to the gods, there is no such thing as beginnings and endings. It's all a transition. So really, he's just the god of transitions. It was His daughter is named uh, Cranny, and she is the <laughs> goddess of door hinges. And a fun fact about Janus is that he is probably what witches in the Middle Ages were worshipping, and as opposed to the devil, um, oh. according to the literature. They, the de- god that they uh, were worshipping is more properly described as Janus as opposed to Saint. Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. He seems like a fine guy to worship. Yeah, he, they yeah. had like someone in their group who would wear a mask on the back of their head because Janus is known as the, the double-headed god, the two-faced god. Mm-hmm. And um, they so named two-faced. him in the literature. So They named him. They named names. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I thought we would start with a, a little survey of other works before. Lauren, do you want to start? Uh, sure. Uh, when I so I went to build a world at the mall, <laughs> as you do, and I was as you do, and I was looking at all the different you know elements. One of the things that was very common. Mm-hmm that almost everybody used. So I don't know if we want to use this because this sounds like a really kind of like, ugh, everybody's using it. Mm. But there's definitely primordial waters that everything comes out Uh of. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, guys. Did you find anything about primordial waters? Uh, There's also a lot of references to killing your parents and making the world out of your parents, which is kind of where I was leaning. (laughs) Okay. If I'm being totally honest. I've heard a lot of uh, making things out of dirt. Mm. Like making people to worship you out of dirt. Yeah. 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 That's a a common theme as well. Yeah. Well, I can tell you a little bit about the Mayan culture, because that is what Mm. I looked into. And... uh, like with the journey to the underworld we are going to take this from the popova which is the the book of the people 
written in the 16th century. Um, and we talked about the hero twins and Shabalba last time. Mm-hmm. And the this book contains a lot of things, including the Mayan creation myth, tales of the hero twins, Kiche genealogies, and land rights, like claims to land rights. So it... <laughs> Covering all the really interesting, <laughs> hard-hitting topics. Right, it seems day, like it sure was time. written in order to like present to the Spanish to be like, see, we belong here, we own this land. That's interesting. Like, I was about to say, if it was written in the 16th century, you said, mm-hmm. did it exist as like a uh, an oral tradition before that? Yes, so I think that this is something mm-hmm. that, like the Book of the Dead, has evolved over time, uh, the Egyptian Book mm-hmm. of the Dead has evolved over time and basically I think that the the missionaries that came to uh, the New World wrote this, helped them write it down. So I, I do see. not know if the Popova is written in another language besides Spanish. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know because okay. the Mayan language still exists today. The, it's called Nahuatl and I don't know if it's written in Nahuatl or if it's written in Spanish. I just imagine the like the missionaries being like, Yeah, yeah, we're gonna write this down, sure. <laughs> and then we're gonna point out why you're That's wrong. right, yeah. <laughs> right. And here's this other book, <laughs> the Bible. And I think it's interesting because a lot of Mayan literature uh was destroyed by the Spanish. And it's interesting that there mm-hmm. was literature to destroy. And maybe it was written in the same right. way that this was written in like a, see, we have a culture, we have these things that have been oral traditions for a long time, etc. It seems pretty like recent to write, to like create your creation myth like at the 1600s. Yeah, I don't I think asking, that they, you know? <laughs> they were creating it. I think they were just right. writing it down. Yeah. Okay, well, go on. Tell us okay, how Okay, so it. in the beginning there were stillness, silence, and water. So like you said, Lauren. <laughs> water was already there. Water, right? right? I'm telling you guys, everybody uses this water thing. <laughs> um, there were six deities, all covered in blue and green feathers, who lay in the primordial waters. A lot of it is like, they're just <laughs> a deity lying in the water. <laughs> and it's just like, how did this <laughs> happen? Hanging just, out. Just, this is how it is. And their names were the Framer, the Shaper, Tapu, um, the Feathered <laughs> Serpent, Shbiankok, and Shmokane. I'm going to cut this so it sounds okay. like I am really killing this. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say we need a clean take. Like, uh, I definitely <clears throat> said all of those words correctly the first time. Um, and perfect accent, perfect right. diction, very respectful. They helped uh, Urukan, who is the heart of the sky, create the earth. And I, I think this is interesting. Urukan is spelled H-U-R-A-K-A-N, kind of like Urukan, which is hurricane in Spanish. Mm, He's the heart of the sky. So Mm, I I don't mm. know if that's just something that my mind connected or if it's a real connection. I don't know. Um, So they gave creative energy to the earth with their power. And so the earth had a heart, which they called heart of the earth. Um, They planted... uh, (laughs) They're not great at naming things, except for the feathered serpent, (laughs) Quetzal, which is a cool name. Um, (laughs) So they planted a tall... Uh, Saba tree to separate the earth from the sky. So you've got to have like space for living things. I think that's a big thing that people do. That's important for a universe if you're going to create a universe. Let's keep that in mind. And then it went through the tree went through nine levels of the Mayan underworld which we have already discussed. 
<laughs> so many bad rivers. <laughs> to the 13 levels of the upper world, which is a big question mark oh. in my mind. What does that mean? Interesting. Um, and and the trunk is in our world, the the regular world. So our Midgard. Midgard, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'm trying not to call it Midgard, <laughs> but like that's what I mean. Uh, so then they made plants, and then they made animals, but the animals couldn't speak, and they were like, well, I really wanted someone to worship us. Uh, so they're like, we're going to make some creatures who can worship us. So they first attempt, they created humans from mud, but the, the mud humans had no soul, and they were not good uh, keepers of the day. To me, that sounds like they were dumb. They were dum-dums. Dum-dum <laughs> uh, money. So they, they couldn't... So they destroyed them with like the Almost plug. like they couldn't write in their journals. Right. About how good the gods were. <laughs> about how good. Yeah. So they destroyed them with a flood. Um, second attempt, right. they made them out of wood. But... Uh, and then they floated <laughs> when they flooded <laughs> it. And they were like, dang it. That's right. They couldn't... Um, they could not worship them. And they also... I, it doesn't say this, but I feel like they tried to flood again to kill them, and they flooded, <laughs> so they couldn't kill them. So they became monkeys. Hey! <laughs> yeah, right. and then then this whole saga happens with the hero twins Hanapu and Shibalanke, who they went down the underworld. They like uh, messed with the lords of Shibalba for a while, and then they somehow became their own fathers. And there's just like a whole thing. It's like really do. long and yeah. complicated, but eventually... I was going to say, go back to our uh, time travel <laughs> episode. It's, you'll get an idea of how you can be your own There's dad. some intense, like, um, all you zombies situation, and then it <laughs> one of them becomes the sun and one of them becomes the moon, which is important because then they're like, hey, we can make corn, and the corn, they take yellow corn and white corn and they make them into humans, and these are the humans that we are today. Corn humans. Corn. Children of the corn, if you will. Uh, I will. I will. <laughs> I, yes, I absolutely will allow that. And I think it's interesting because I also looked at a couple of other, like, Aztec and Incan, like, nearby. And the Aztecs made their humans out of bones of Quetzalcoatl's father and Quetzalcoatl's blood. And then the Incans mm. made them out of carved and painted stone that they planted. Interesting. And then they gave life to... And all because so make, I know every rock and tree. That's and right. Has a that's, life. Has, has a, a life. spirit. Has, has a spirit. Name. Has a name. So I guess you can make humans out of basically right. whatever. Like whatever yeah. you got lying around. Apparently, you can just like cobble together some humans and like. Yeah. So I brought up yeah. Midgard because I was looking into um, their creation stories, mm-hmm. and it's very interesting. There are several similarities. One being that there's a frost giant, Ymir, mm-hmm. and he's like, kind of like what you were saying. It's like, there's the primordial waters and then, and they're just gods in there. So it doesn't, it's, you know, it's like, oh, there's nothing except for these pre-existing things. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's like, but uh, yeah, so he creates the living beings from the sweat of his armpits. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> and one, so one of them is like, I guess like his son, um, and there's a lot of incest yeah. in most creation stories because you have like Two parents having children who then have to beget other children. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so 
but that's where, uh, like, Borg and then his sons, which are, like, Odin and um, his brothers come into play. So they kill the the giant, the frost giant, and use his body parts to construct the world. That's, so that's they, metal. Yeah, they use his... Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's pretty intense. And they... Yeah, so they use his corpse and they fashion the oceans from his blood and the soil from his skin and, like, muscles and all the, like, vegetation of the earth is, like, his hair... And the clouds are his brains, which I thought was pretty interesting. <laughs> um, and then they use his skull for the sky. So to... Oh, for, like, you know, the dome kind of, protect of the sky. The dome of the... Exactly. Okay. And um, and then they create Ask and Embla, who are the first man and woman. And Ask is made from an ash, ash tree. Ash tree. <laughs> yeah. He's made a sneak from, tree. <laughs> that would be metal He's made as from fuck. an ash tree, and then Embla is made from an elm. Oh, cool. Mm. So it's, you know, and, and then they created Midgard to, as like a safe place to for the humans to live, protected from the other giants, the other like frost giants and stuff. And then Odin becomes the king of the gods, and it's when they created, um, you know, the other kind of level so you have the place where the gods live and the place where the humans live mm-hmm. and there are two sets of gods so there's the Aesir and the Vanir which I think we've mm-hmm. talked in other episodes and they have this kind of battle but they eventually kind of like come together and are like you know what both are fine yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just you know kind of they kind of met they they kind of had this like nice meshing yeah. where it was like two heads are better than one they kind of in the thing. Middle and they're like, okay, you guys take care of that stuff, <laughs> mm-hmm. take care of this stuff. Yeah, and so, but yeah, I just the the idea that the god the 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 humans that took were the ones that were made from corn, <laughs> and then you have you know on the other side of the world, it's like we're gonna make our people out of trees. <laughs> Um, I thought it was interesting because I did like a really quick survey of a bunch of different ones and one of them Chinese mythology is very complicated because there's a lot of different cultures within China but one of the myths is very similar to the Emir thing where a god basically he spends like 18,000 years making space for creatures on earth by pushing the sky back and then dies from the Hmm. effort and then the uh, the his like hair becomes the plants and his you know et cetera et cetera, but the mites on his skin become humans <laughs> and animals. Wow. So that okay. checks out. I mean, honestly, yeah. yeah. But there's another that one good. that I really want to talk about real fast because a lot of these are like men and women are created from the same thing, or men and women are created from equally good things like ash and elm, uh, the Norse, but. Uh, so it's like kind of egalitarian. There's one Chinese myth that um, the a goddess took clay from the Yellow River to create humans and started making them by hand. And then that was like too time intensive. So she got like a rope and dipped it in the mud and then like twirled it so that <laughs> all it splattered everywhere. And those humans are like the ugly humans. They're the poor people. <laughs> Oh, Whereas the oh, the rich, whoa. beautiful people are the ones that she fashioned with her own hands. 
right took took that time yeah which is like wow okay that's like super classes like in the like written into your creation myth too that's like Uh, that's like the only time i've seen i've looked at one two three four five six seven eight different different creation myths and none of them had such a classist thing to it which is kind of interesting i mean obviously the people who wrote things down were rich people so you know sure i mean it makes sense i guess but like surprising that like even if of the eight you checked out like only yeah. one of the rich people decided to write down the thing about like class yeah. structure <laughs> it's bonkers which is also interesting too because i mean while beauty is subjective arguably there would have been plenty of like really rich powerful people who were not attracted yeah, <laughs> true think. true so you know so it's like did they is this a, a situation where they like Based on our creation myth, because I am rich and powerful, I am now what is considered beautiful. (laughs) You know? True, true. Or, you know, that's how you get things like, you know, blackening people's teeth or, you know, facial tattoos that you go around the world and some people are like, ah, that's really scary. And other people are like, oh, that's, that's really beautiful. I love your face tattoo. Yeah. 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 Still, though, that's (laughs) terrible. (laughs) So, um, I... Uh, took a look at two creationists, okay. and the first one I'm going to talk about is uh, uh, we can t- cut this one out, but I just want to talk about it really quick. The Greek okay. one is uh, in Greek mythology. Apparently, there's just a bunch of deities, primordial deities, they're called, just okay. hanging out and doing their thing. And there are people like uh, Gaius, Tartarus, Eros, Cronos, uh, and okay. Rhea, and they're just oh no, sorry, Cronos and Rhea are not them, but they create. These these gods called mm-hmm. the Titans, out of um, it doesn't say. Cronus and Rhea are <laughs> titans. Cronus Gai- and Rhea are titans exactly. Yeah. Gaia is like the mother Earth. She just births them. Uh, yes, yeah. Gaia and Uranus give birth to the Titans. Yeah, it says, and then um, Cronus and Rhea like get together, make a little incest, little, little incest, and then they have um, children who are Zeus, Poseidon, Hades, and Hestia, and Hera, and, Demet- and Demeter. And those are the the gods we know of as like the the Greek gods mm-hmm. today, quote unquote. But then they go to war against all the titans and all the celestial, the primordial deities, yeah. and they lock the titans away and they create Mount Mount Olympus. And uh, I believe that Zeus then creates people. Oh yeah, which is interesting. Like it's an interesting parallel to the other creation myth I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um, before you get into that, I was going to say oh, the, sure. the idea of, like, gods killing another set of gods is interesting. And, like, a theme. Yeah. It's, like, it's almost always, like, children versus grandparents or or parents. Yeah. yeah. Do you know any other creation myths that have that theme? Because yes. that's, like, the, the two I'm talking about are the... One, the only ones I've seen. Can yeah, you... so the actually the Mesopotamian um, uh, creation myth is... I actually had to read this for the same class that I had to read the Pope of Wolfer, um, and it's basically like... <laughs> I still think of him as Marduk the noob god, but that's not his real <laughs> name. It's Marduk, but Marduk is like the son of Tiamat, and Tiamat is the mother goddess, and Tiamat has... Mm-hmm. Um, I can't really remember the specifics, but basically... Marduk is like, I want to be in charge. And because Tiamat is a woman, she is weak and I can take I can take her. 
basically. And so he does. He kills mm-hmm. her and makes the earth. Actually, he makes the earth out of her her bits as well. Yeah, yeah. That's he pretty like common. Uses also. As a god myself, I'm feeling very uncomfortable by a lot of these right. stories in which uh, gods' bodies become, become earth and stuff. Like I feel really bad because I've already procreated, so it's very real that Curtis will turn Yeah, and us. Curtis is going to create this <laughs> and, world with your body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is unfortunate, guys. I'm going to go handle some things. No, I'm kidding. But also, I also want to point out that my, um, my uh, what, what would I call it? My goddess... Uh, purview. Okay. A big uh, one of the things uh, castration, the goddess of castration, right. mm. is part of the reason that there was this rebellion is because Kronos kept eating his children, and his wife Rhea was just what like, "What the fuck?" Oh. <laughs> so she hides Zeus and creates this. I mean, I'm not saying she created this. I'm not saying she deserved it. However. <laughs> He kept eating his her babies, so yeah. she retaliated by hiding Zeus away, mm-hmm. and he came of age with this like super intense daddy angst, mm. and he took in and so he and his brothers like overthrew Kronos, and and took a like sickle or whatever and like cut off his genitals, which as it like kind of flung through the air materialized <laughs> some things into being um including yeah, Aphrodite, Aphrodite and the sea foam. when his yeah his junk, his junk yeah. fell into the <laughs> ocean it's Aphrodite well, and see, sea foam. The, the, the like non-PC version of the myth is that from his semen that hit the ocean sea foam was created and from that Aphrodite was created and that's why you get the picture of Aphrodite like in yeah the on, shelf, this, right? on sea foam yeah yeah, and like right. genial means like nice and friendly, but it also means of genitals <laughs> because of okay. that. Well, genitals are pretty know. nice and friendly, so yeah, most of the time. But that's where I mean. So when they were like, "Hey, we need a goddess for this," I was like, "Shit, I haven't declared a major, so I really, I guess." But really, crazy things can come out of you know, yeah, mm-hmm. cutting off your dad's junk. Oh. So I don't want to discount that. That's right. That you don't want to discount that as a method of creation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, it's funny because it, ancient Egyptian um, creation is that the world was created by, I can't remember which god it is, but basically masturbating. Oh, yeah. And that is why part of the ritual. He was alone and he was fulfilling his own desires. (laughs) Part of the ritual for taking care of this god includes, like, masturbating the statue, basically. Um, Oh, I see. Not even masturbating yourself, masturbating the statue. Yeah, yeah. Masturbating the statue. Which is not masturbating. It's interesting that Kara Cooney book, um, which is called The Woman Who Would Be King, is a lot because she was the a, a priestess, a very high priestess, and basically that's what she would do. Um, She's yeah. got a job. It's very interesting, but um, yeah, I also wanted to mention. I don't want to yuck anybody's yums, but I'm pretty sure then at that point that's just a circle jerk, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I also wanted to mention that Prometheus created humans out of clay, and it makes kind of sense that he tried to give them he gave them fire because he's like, I love these little things I've made. I want them to be successful. And I just, I just want to give them all the thing, all the good things in the world. And he was, he was in trouble. Prometheus is a good god. He's a pretty. He's, a good, <laughs> he's guy. a good guy. Yeah. Well, he. I love too that idea that it's like 
oh, I made these out of clay and then I need to bake them. So yeah. they need fire <laughs> so that, you know, they can hold up. <laughs> so Matthew, what uh, mythology, what other mythology did you research? The other one was the Klingon <laughs> mythology from Star Trek, the aliens in, in Star Trek. Awesome. They're like a, a warlike race and they they have these big swords called Batlas and they just like kill everything. That's like the thing. But they're also like congenial guys. Like they, they like their blood wine. They like to drink and tell <coughs> war stories, which they lie about uh, a lot. And their religion is uh, one in which they they have a, a number of unnamed gods Um because who's got time? <laughs> right. The, the writers of Star Trek didn't have time to write out the whole the whole history of their religion. But one of the most important things of their religion is that uh, the gods were said to have forged the heart of the first Klingon from fire and steel. And then they forged a mate from fire and steel as well. So from the same and, material? Uh, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Just checking. Kotar is the name of the guy, and his mate was named... Uh, Barbara. <laughs> Barbara the Klingon. <laughs> it was Sally. No, it's in here somewhere. Sorry, go ahead. Shelka. 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 Shelka and Kotar were created by the gods of the Klingons. And then, literally, the way they describe it in the show is that because the gods were too mu- more trouble than they're worth, <laughs> quote unquote, uh, uh, Kotar and Shelka killed them. <laughs> Just straight up massacred them all with the Batleth. That's and they just crazy. killed them. Yeah. And then uh, they became gods, kind of, except uh, they were kind of, they're kind of gods because somebody, after the gods were dead, punished them for what they did. Okay. It's unclear who did this. Just like the they were punished. Justice. Yeah, they were yeah. punished. Passive and um, Kotar was made as punishment to helm the ship of the damned that ferries people to the Stovacor, oh, which is the afterlife. That's cool. And then Shelka was made to uh, wander the world forever, uh, so that they would never meet. Oh, so they separated them because they were too powerful. Yeah, and then uh, at some point, Kalis comes along and uh, overthrows even them. Okay. <laughs> and Kalis is like the uh, the Jesus figure in Chris uh, in okay. Christianity for the Klingons. He's like a mythological but also real person uh, who is said to have. Uh, maybe it was Kalos who banished Kotar and Shulka. Okay. Maybe. I'm so, not sure. wait, so Kalos but is like, he's like the god now. He's the god now that, like, most people worship. There are, there are sects in Christian Klingon religion, apparently, though. So, like, some people worship uh, Moltar, I think. Is, Moltar. And that is uh, Kalos's uh, sworn okay. enemy. Okay. Oh. And so, like, there are sects that worship different things and different people, but, like, the main one is Kalos worship. Interesting. Yeah. And so, like, there are episodes where, like, they go and find, like, Worf and other Klingons will go and find various artifacts of Kalos's. Like, they find at one point Kalos's Batleth, his sword. Oh. And uh, it's, like, a big fucking deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then they, they realize that it's too big of a deal, and so they shoot it back out There you space. go. That's how it got there in the first place. <laughs> because they're like... Whoever has this is going to control the the Klingon Empire. Oh, it's and like, like the Spear Destiny. Yeah, exactly. Kind of. Okay. And they're like, we don't, we don't. Want, <laughs> we found it. We don't want to deal with it. So back out in space, someone else can find it. <laughs> we just, we, yeah, it's like we just explore things. We right. don't have to like keep things. The political implications here are too great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm. That's really interesting too. I like the gender equality. Hmm. I like that they're made out of the yeah. same things, and that they're both like. There's clearly like. Um, 
uh, a connection between, if not love, but mm-hmm. there's a connection between them in terms of like their connection is what allows them to overthrow the yeah, gods like and they, stuff. They work together as a partnership to like kill the <laughs> <old> gods. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty It's rad. interesting because I think the only mythology I can think of right now where the creation of man and woman is so unequal is Christian where uh, yeah. Eve was oh, made yeah. for, Well, initially, what was Adam made of initially? Mud? Mud. mud. And they made, mm-hmm. there's another, there's a, mud the, a book of the Bible that's like, also he made a woman out of mud, but she was she got sick of dealing with Adam's shit and she left. <laughs> and what was that? Lilith. That was Lilith. Lilith. That's what yeah. I thought, yeah. So Lilith, I think that's like a, um, what do they call it? That's like in the... Jewish tradition. Yes. And in the So it's not in our it's not like in the Bible, but it's like It's part one of, the, of those books that was ejected from the Bible that they decided yeah. was no longer meant to be in the Bible. Um and uh yeah, so Lilith is like a demon in Jewish um uh yeah. cosmology. She was and punished. And then so he made Eve out of a rib from Adam, which is so like subservient like made from Mm -hmm. a piece of him you know and that's really the only mythology i can think of that that happens all of these other ones i looked at iroquois aztec incan norse mesopotamian yoruba and chinese and they're all made from oh you know what i think japanese is something similar i don't remember quite the details yeah i was gonna say there's a there's a japanese tradition it's it's like a brother and sister that when they are sent down to Earth to like inhabit and create Earth, they decide to they come up with this marriage ritual, mm-hmm. and so they do it, and then they have a baby, and the baby's just like this like scary little demon baby, oh. and so they <laughs> put the baby in a basket and just whoop, <laughs> ship like send it <laughs> down river. Okay, and then they determine that the reason that happened is because during their marriage ceremony, like what they did is they walked. Um, like walked around the and then the through gate. the the gate, like the heaven the heavenly yeah. gate or whatever. Mm-hmm. This would be like the big red gate, very Rosh Hashan. Yeah. Anyways, um, a Rashomon, <laughs> sorry, no. <laughs> and uh, the, uh, they like when they joined in the middle, they said like sweet things, like they would have been their like vows. Uh-huh. And then, and then that's when they like consummated their relationship. So they determined that the reason they had the demon baby, golem baby thing, was because when they were doing that, the woman spoke first. Uh. So then they did it again, where she speaks second. So the guy goes first, and then she went first, and then she had tons of babies mm. that were totally yeah, t- lots of other you know, so all the gods and goddesses and stuff. So that was a uh, interesting. That was part of the like women being. Subservient. Like, subservient. Interesting. So we've talked a lot about um, what we make, what it's possible to make humans mm-hmm. out of, what it's mm-hmm. possible to make uh, the, the world out of and the space that the humans will inhabit out of. Uh, we talked a little bit about plants and animals, but it's probably the same as humans. Yeah. Um, so I think we should go around and just each of us t- say like what we think we're... Now that we've done this survey... Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What we are going to make our universe out of, and our peoples out of. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And so, we'll do. Let's do. Uh, let's do uh, universe first. Okay. Universe first. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I'm. I'm. 
my my deity floating in the absence of everything, and I'm thinking I want to make some stuff, and so I'm going to make my universe out of my farts. Oh, that's, that's classic math. <laughs> because here's the thing, they're I've, they're expendable to me. I don't need them, and also they are atmosphere, so I can make. <laughs> that's a miasma, though. That's, <laughs> that's like a, miasma. That's a bad air. But, but you know what? Like what kind of the creatures that creatures? grow there, yeah, they're gonna be hard. <laughs> yeah, hard. <laughs> okay. They're gonna be used to some stuff. And they'll come after you guys' universes. <laughs> are we not working together to build one? Oh, well, no, I'm a god. Just, I can build my we're own. We're going to build things. our own. It's like build a bear. Okay, all right. Well, I, yes, I guess I, I... Thank you that you guys are my pantheon. Oh, 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 oh we're your we pantheon. We each other's pantheon. We'll help each other out. It's fine. Just be Okay, alone. we can be one universe in which I have created the substance of so it with Matthew farts. Is now, so Matthew, now we have to live with this creation <laughs> of... Exactly, words. you have to live with my fart that's universe. Also, that's also true. Like, um... So <laughs> choose whether you want to make your own universe or enjoy the fart world that I've created. <laughs> That's a great point. Um, okay, yeah, let's each do our own then. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Or else, okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to send my firstborn son to kill you. <laughs> and make our we're going to make our world out of your there butt. No. Out of my butt. That's like just uh, a slight upgrade, honestly. Uh, my universe is going to have nothing to do with your butt <laughs> or farts. <laughs> it is going to be made out of... I was like, what do I have a lot of? And that's kombucha. I have a lot of kombucha in my house. <laughs> the primordial kombucha water. You're going to brew up some some, pri- some primordial kombucha. Yeah, yeah. And then create- Get that mother in there. Hey. Yeah, see, go. I have okay. in my kitchen now, not one, but two microbial pets that I have been <laughs> gifted. So I have one sourdough starter and one kombucha scoby. Or actually, like, five kombucha sto- scobies. So my world is going to start with a kombucha scoby. And it's just going to mm-hmm. grow from there. Okay. It's going to be a whole... I said like a beautiful peach dish. Right. It's going to be a whole little mother, mother world. world. That actually is the most nice of all of them that we've come up with so far. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. mine is not made out of butts okay. or farts. <laughs> <laughs> it's a low bar. Okay. And his butt cheeks became the hill. <laughs> and his crack became the tigress <laughs> and the Euphrates. <laughs> like, it's on that level. Like, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to make the plants and animals out of? Okay, the plants and animals, uh, after the world is created, after the universe exists, I will take... Um, it can't be anything too good, because i got to save something for the people. Mm. But it's got to mm-hmm. be, like, pretty good. Yeah. Because, like, they got to be good plants and animals to let my people live. So I guess I'll create them out of rocks and mud. Okay. Rocks and mud together. So I have some options about how I can form them. I'll put like rock bones and like mud outsides. And that sounds pretty good. Okay. And then I'm gonna like, I'm gonna breathe farts into them to make them alive. That's the animating (laughs) force of my universe and don't tell me I can't do it. I'm so glad we have separate universes. This is just all I'm saying. (laughs) Everything was made of farts and... (laughs) And to farts it shall return. (laughs) And when you are breathed into with a fart, you... You live, uh, you come alive. That's the truth of the matter. <laughs> That's the truth of the matter. Um, okay. They'll so say, what? Matt himself did fart upon the mouth, and then they became alive. Oh, 
This reminds me, weird tangent, when I was in high school, there's this person, I'm going to try to be very vague when it comes to this person, okay. not because I think they listen, but because it's just so goddamn embarrassing. <laughs> uh, there's this person who was several, I want to say she was several years older than me, like I think I was a freshman and she was a senior kind mm-hmm. of thing, mm-hmm. so she was like on her way out, but me and my best friend Noah, shout out to Noah, we're talking about, um, I think we were talking about Johnny Depp. Uh-huh. And maybe we're talking about, like, I'm, I'm trying to remember what, like, movies would have been coming out at this time. This would have been, like, 2004 or something mm-hmm. like that. Anyways, maybe even earlier. And we we were talking about how hot we thought Johnny Depp was, and she just went, or this person, I mean, just went, ooh, girl, I'd suck a fart out of his ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've never heard of that before. It has stuck with me. <laughs> it's like such, it's such, it casts such an image in your brain. Yeah, it really does. So, yeah, oh. as soon as you said that, I was like, oh gosh. <laughs> and so your priestesses are going to have to mock, like, mm-hmm. suck parts out oh, of your butt gosh. in the temples. That's I'll have a big statue, that's and <laughs> they'll just, like, mock suck parts, and then they'll, like, blow it into the congregation, and then they will all feel, like, enlivened. Right? They'll and be ready like, to go oh, and do yes. their... Listen, I'm creating a religion I, too, I so just, you guys need right, to catch clearly. up. I can't with you right now. <laughs> All right, what are you creating your your plants and animals out of, Emily? So I am going to create my land out of a blanket, and, the, and I call them kitten belly blankets because they're soft as a kitten belly. And so, I, wait, wait, wait! This is going to pose the like, which came first, the kitten belly <laughs> or the blanket? Well, I was going to say <laughs> I'm going to have my celestial kittens. Bram and Birdie make oh. biscuits and mountains and valleys in. Well, that's kitten- a much better origin myth. <laughs> in my kitten belly blanket, it's like she's make- a writer or something. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to make blanket kitten bellies biscuits from the lint from the blankets come the plants and the animals. Nice. Okay, that's good. That's real good. Yes, Lauren. Okay, so since uh, Curtis and I have slain Matthew and have built the world out of uh, his body. Yeah. Specific- specifically my butt. Specifically your butt. No take backsies. <laughs> I think we're going we're gonna to make the uh, continuing down my path of u- using the corpse of another god. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to make the animals out of your teeth. Cool. Because they're like that's metal. Yeah, the calcium and stuff. They're like a strong bone, and then we're gonna make the plants out of your eyebrows <laughs> for obvious reasons. I know mm-hmm. this is and an auditory medium, but you should Matt see has some eyebrows. really beautiful. <laughs> what about like, his beard? Eyebrows. His beard too could be. Yeah, yeah, we could do facial hair for we'll like the megafauna, hair. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> for the megafauna, <laughs> megafauna. Okay, so yeah. now it's all that's left for our, our new societies is like... Humans. The people. Yeah. The people. What yeah. do we make people out of? Huh. That'd be better. Okay, let's see. I have a blanket world with kombucha. Also, I would tell you, it seems like none of this has to make sense. <laughs> that's true. Together. So it's true. I, yeah. Don't feel bound by anything if you come <laughs> up with something really good, you know? Let's see. So popular materials, let's review, is clay... Stone, 
Um, the Yoruba sweat. The guy, the god, made them out of clay, and then got really drunk and made a bunch of wild-looking ones, like deformed <laughs> ones. Just go buck and wild with them. Breathe life into them all. <laughs> um, it's like you guys work it out for yourselves. Yeah. Mites from skin in Chinese in Chinese uh, mythology. Also, another one is pure vapor. And, pure vapor. Uh, oh. And then also clay. I'm going to make them out of all of the travel ticket stubs that I have <laughs> and just make a bunch of them, like twirl, paper craft. Paper craft. Oh, yeah. Like you're almost not origami per se, but like. Yeah. I mean, like I could paper cut. Paper mache. Like, yeah. Just little little people made out of That's really paper good. craft. That's a pretty good one. I yes. like that. Ugh. Yeah, it is really, it's kind of tricky, right? It's an important decision. Right. It's so important. Right. Ugh. And I'm going to have to, now that I'm thinking about it, because paper craft, if it rains, they're fucked. Mm. So I'm going to also, well, because if I dip them in varnish, they can't grow. Dip them in the mother. Slather them with the in, mother. In the mother, yeah. Uh Oh, I know. I will make them tiny bottles of kombucha. And so they <laughs> have within them, them the primordial life force. Oh, that's a good one. And like a, a harder outside shell <clears throat> to protect them from the elements. But they can always unstop her and create. <laughs> Which is the weirdest way to talk about sex. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby, let's pull the stopper out. <laughs> I think I will make my people out of, make them out of bananas. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to make them out of bananas because, one, that's, like, one of Curtis's favorite foods. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like this might help him not rebel against me. Right. His vote okay. would be um, for bananas. He would yeah. probably eat the people, though. Well, I'm, I'm fine with that. Okay. All right. I just don't want, <laughs> I just don't want him to turn against us, the gods. Gotcha. 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 Um... But also, too, it's like, like, you kind of inspired me, Emily, because you were like, oh, yeah. Well, so they're, like, soft on the inside, but they have their own kind of skin, mm -hmm. if you will. They're, you know, some protection there. Um, they're really nice yellow, so you can always see where they are. How old they are. How old they are. <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, and they're kind they're sweet. Mm -hmm. on the inside but there's go. definitely some there's also like a variety of them uh-huh like plantains and you know all of these different kinds to kind of represent all mm -hmm. the different uh races and like spectrums of like human personality and stuff mm -hmm. so yeah i feel like a banana is a very versatile human tool okay it's pretty good yeah i think <clears throat> what i think is that i've created the the animals in my world with rocks and mm -hmm. mud and made them be beasts. And I think the myth I, I'm gonna I'm gonna use is that I'm gonna just create a bunch of different kinds. Just go buck wild. Some's got thirty arms, some have like eye stalks, why not, you know? Some hover, who cares? And I breathe the fart of life into them. And so they are animate. Do you breathe the fart? I, I, or do you toot it? I toot the fart of life. <laughs> Onto them. How do you get a fart out? <laughs> then, <laughs> I'm a god, I can do it however I like. Comes out of my eyes, you must say, know. I was going to say, your fart, you're presuming your fart's coming out of your mouth, which is going to be awful for you. <laughs> <laughs> then, what I'm going to do is put them all in an arena and have them oh god, fight. The battle royale. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then, the ones that are the best after several 
rounds of arena battles. I'll improve upon them with stones and mud. And the, the victor, the two victors, I will breathe from my mouth the breath of life into. Okay. So that they are not only animate, but have my soul as well. Uh, Here's a question. And then they they go off and live. They'll go off and live. And uh, I will live, my my godliness will live in a palace beyond the arena. So any humans who want to come visit me must fight their way through the arena Mm. to get to my palace. And that is like that feels very Klingon. My too. underworld like slash you know, you know afterlife kind of situation. I was yeah. gonna say you were kind of setting yourself up for a Klingon situation here, where you've yep. made all of your children fight to the death, yes, and then made them guard you. But how determined are they to guard you? If well, so the thing is, the ones with fart lives, fart animation, <laughs> are not sentient. They just kind of are and exist. Okay. They live on instinct. That's why they're animals. Mm-hmm. And so they fight just whatever's around. They fight to live, to eat, whatever. Um, but the, the sentient ones with the breath, my, my regular breath of life, mm-hmm. <laughs> are sentient. And they uh, may or may not want to, to, to follow me, depending on how they feel about it. But if they want to get at me, they got to get through the, the, unf- the farted ones. Okay. <laughs> okay, so you've got like a layer of... Of dum dums who don't yeah. have sentience but fight everything. But are those people or are those the animals? Those are animals. Like they're they're basically just animals, but like they might be monstrous. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. You know, so that would be like a minotaur, like if we're yeah creating an allegory between your right or mythos like and like another mythos, large tentacle monster or something. You know, like a bunch of them. They're just yeah. kind of fighting around, but also like they kind of filter out into the world too. Okay. And just, like, live in the world. Those are the ones that the humans hunt and eat as well. Okay. So, like, if you... The first level of the arena might be, like, a deer. And the second level is, like, a lion. The third level is, like, a minotaur. The fourth level is, like, six minotaurs and a, a like, wiggly monster. <laughs> and a tickle monster, which is the A worst. tickle monster, right. Very distracting in a battle. And then, you know, eventually, you, you beat all the levels and you get to my palace, where I live. And I'm like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> Is this like the Valhalla sort of kinda, thing? Kinda, yeah. Like the like the Mount Olympus kind of situation. Yeah, where you're like, okay, well, you did it, so I guess you can chill. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. They must bring tribute. I guess though. you're cool. Mm-hmm. I guess you're cool. I'll let you control uh, volcanoes or whatever. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. So they become gods then, basically. Kinda, yeah. Or like, if they want to stay, they can become gods. Or if like if they want have something else to do, they can just like ask me for something, I'll give it to them, probably. I mean, they did do a lot to get yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. So they, they get something out of it. Yeah. But they need to, to prove themselves. And, like, if they're just trying to chill with me in my palace, then, like, cool, you can be in, in charge of, uh, you know, tides. I never cared about that. It's, it's like a lot of work. <laughs> it seems, it's yeah, really it's, like, important, honestly. but... Constant upkeep of tides. You, you do it. <laughs> I do like that you created this religion around it, too. Mm-hmm. So it's not only just, like, a story... To explain how the world was created, but also it's like, and this is also how we worship the mat. <laughs> I also like the idea that it's like very, the whole thing is really, like, it shows that I'm bored and not interested in the world at <laughs> yeah. all. Like, I created that out of a fart, and then I created some animals and made them fight for my amusement, and then like when I got bored with that, I I crowned some and let them do it. <laughs> I can just see, though, like, a, a congregation, like, everyone coming together and the, the very solemn priests uh, at the front just all turn around and put down their pants and then just <laughs> fart at the congregation. 
and your ability to fart on command is what gets you into the priesthood. <laughs> right, it's important to be able to <laughs> oh do that. Oh my gosh. So much methane. Mm-hmm. Whereas a, in my society, society. Uh, kitten belly blankets are considered holy, and everyone gets one when they're born. <gasps> That's Aww. very nice. Yeah. I, I don't I think have your society would last nice long against mine. <laughs> the healthy my, uh, bacteria microbe. Right? Oh, man. Everybody <laughs> in microbiome. Emily's world is going to have a really good gut. <laughs> they're right. going to have, you know, like all the probiotics. And the fuzziness. What'd you say yours were made out of for? Your teeth. The, oh, my teeth. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. They're going to be real tough. Yeah, pretty tough. <laughs> With live nerve endings in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bananas. I Your mean, animals. my people, my animals are made yeah. out of teeth and um, the people are made out of bananas. Interesting. That creates an interesting dynamic for your universe where the animals are like often just killing humans. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because um, in the Iroquois um, creation myth, uh, and the Iroquois is like a conglomeration of many different tribes, but they uh, had hero twins as well. And one of them was hmm. the evil twin, and one of them was the good twin. And the evil twin like created terrifying giant monster animals, and the good twin was like, "No, we'll just make them like smaller, yeah, right. <laughs> so so they're not as bad." And then the the good twin also created really fat animals so that people could eat them, and then uh, the evil twin made them skinny. No. So, like, that's wow. how the world is, like, in balance. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of the dynamic of, t- you know, light and dark. We didn't even talk about, like, the celestial bodies, really, like the moon mm. and the sun yeah. and the stars. But, you know, I feel like we've done a lot today. Yeah. yeah. I'm, For one day, it's pretty good. Yeah. It took the Christian god, like, seven to get as far as we did. Exactly. Shiva, the who's a Hindu god, and this is a living tradition, so I'm going to be like really careful because I don't know as much of it as I should. But Shiva is known as the destroyer, but he's also the um, what keeps the world in harmony. Like we were talking about the hero twins, kind of mm-hmm. keeping the world in harmony. But he is the destroyer of evil, and so he will dance. He's supposed to end the world at some point. And he will dance the Tanda dance to end the world, but he's also destroying evil and good. So keeping everything in balance, basically. Which I think we should talk about next time. Not next time. At the end of the year, we will talk about the world being destroyed. Well, that's interesting. So we have a whole year to think about how we're going to destroy our worlds. Oh, I like it. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. We're going to have to reference back. Well, and we will have to do that. And also, I'm going to put us to um, how am I how am I trying to phrase this? Basically, I'm going to put the stipulation on it mm-hmm. to help us stay creative. Nobody can use a flood. Oh, that is mm. a huge cliche. I mean, yes. it's right. so gauche. As a god, I just don't. I wouldn't want to anyway. It's just how how would other gods look at me? <laughs> right. It's been done. So. Am I a hack? all right what what am i a completely made up god (laughs) well thank you storytellers for joining us don't be a trope you dopes and uh remember to guard your body against other gods who want to use it (laughs) (laughs) and keep telling your stories hey storytellers if you're interested in exploring this theme more you should check out mythic ocean a narrative exploration game where your choices shape the fate of the cosmos You can teach the gods to create a better universe or mess it all up. 
You can find the game on Steam, and I would definitely recommend it. A friend of mine from way back worked on this project, so I know it's going to be good. Again, that's Mythic Ocean, and you can see some of the art by following Robin.Haley on Instagram. That's R-O-B-Y-N dot H-A-L-E-Y.